This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com, more than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com, shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com, defenders of the true school. Everybody likes schlong in the USA. And those are the schlong slingers. America's favorite darlings. Uh, We just want to give you uh, (laughs) a... Yeah, man. Peptide for your teeth. It gets rid of the the, the cavities and... Yeah. We're recording. That shit was recording. Mm-hmm. You ready? And the next song is an oldie but a goodie by the Pipe Layers, a 1965 song that was one of my favorites in high school. Let her rip! <laughs> Everybody loves slinging pipe. You're talking about, <laughs> about construction. That's it. Uh, Laying pipe. Yeah. I, it's one of his favorite songs. Um, you guys actually ready to start, or do you want me to keep doing this? I mean, just start when you want to. It All right. Uh, uh, what it is and what it do. This is Lawrence G. And this is your boy, Joey Burnham. And this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show, where we talk about love, life, hip hop, and grown man shit. And everything in between. My Nika. Everybody loves slinging cock <laughs> in the USA. Uh, <laughs> we um we were supposed to do uh, part three of the Good Kid Theory. Um, we got into the studio and decided, ah, eh, fuck that. We're gonna postpone that. <laughs> we don't want to do you that. You want to you want to post you want to cut it out all the way, or do you want to postpone? I will postpone it. We'll finish it up. But I, you know, after the Fourth of July holiday and then the uh, two. Uh, uh, part one of uh, Liberty and Justice for y- for y'all that we just did. Eh, I wasn't in the mood. I kind of wanted to have some fun. We got somebody else in the studio with us. Uh, yeah, Jonathan yeah. Crane. Yeah, I'm Jonathan Crane. I'm here once again. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure you remember me from my last appearance, right? Yeah, man. Sure. He's okay. acting really weird right now. That that happens sometimes. It, I mean, it's, it's the crack. Podcast. It's really it's the crack. You know, I mean, we were up, you know, watching Excuse the fight. Me. Hold on, smoke one crack. moment. I'm a heroin addict. Excuse okay. me, fancy dancy crack is cheap. Heroin is not like a designer fucking drug. Neither Nobody. is crack. <laughs> it's, crack is better than heroin. <laughs> so if you had to be a heroin addict or a crack addict, which one would you choose? I'd rather smoke crack. <laughs> now, if I had my choice. I do coke. Because that's a, that's a that's a, de- that's a design drug. Yeah, it's a little bit fancier. Yeah, you know you that way you could be in all the rap songs. You know you can snort coke. You know with with, with pride. It's too easy to do to do marijuana. You know just yeah that's that's the bitch shit niggas niggas don't want to smoke no weed no more. That's soft ass shit. We were watching uh, soft ass weak ass puss ass motherfucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's hilarious. So, of all the drugs, 
weed is weed is supposed to be the gateway drug, but what if weed is like laced with uh, insecticide and all this different type of shit? That's what people used to talk about in my high school. Like all of the <laughs> you got to smell that pieces. shit, cuz. <laughs> You ever put bug spray in your weed, man? You remember that? No. <laughs> like, no, you didn't do that it's shit. It's okay. Niggas, I don't want to die. That was always weird when niggas, people did things. N- niggas don't inhale gas fumes and, you know, <laughs> uh, what's the the other shit they do? The, uh, uh, the, the antifreeze and the freon after your motherfucking ACs. The shit that people use to kill dogs. Yeah, we don't. We don't do that shit. What the way? You kill dogs. Yeah, yeah. Antifreeze. Antifreeze taste. It, it has a sweet taste to it. So when dogs come across it, they they think that it's delicious, and they uh they eat it and they die from like internal organ failure. Um, what kind of inhumane sons of bitches do you live around? If if you don't like an animal, right? You know, you're like, oh man, I really don't like this animal. You just lay that out. In someone's yard, and their animal will eat it. They'll lick it, and then they'll probably die within like probably twenty four to forty two hours. Uh, people don't. People really don't take their dog to the vet. They just think, "Oh, my dog's sick," and then their dog's dead. Right. So that was kind of just the way, the efficient way. So you've witnessed this. Um, I feel like no, someone, I no. Forget that question. Have I you feel, done this? No, I haven't. Okay, I was going to say because you I haven't murdered an animal. I am a doggy daddy. Okay. My my um my my little fur baby's name is Lenny, and um I I will not tolerate the murdering of um my four legged friends. You old domesticated ass nigga. <laughs> I'm a doggy daddy. I'm the father of a doggy. I'm a doggy father. That's that's no. You got you got a fucking dog. You got clothes for that when you have. Well, actually, he does have an Auburn shirt. <laughs> we bought the dog an Auburn shirt uh, And a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt Man like fuck that, like that shit What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Lenny Charles Man, he has a Danny got a goddamn human name What happened to naming a dog like Bobo <laughs> No dude when you get a dog man And you start like When you actually have a dog That shit become a part of your family man You remember that uh our neighborhood, she had a dog named Yoji and a cat named Cati. It took me years to figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It took me do, a minute. To do you? Do you? I didn't know. Brandon. I didn't know about the, the dog, cat Cati. But yeah, the, the cat's name was Cati, and the dog's name was Yoji. Can you hear what's going yeah. on there? Yeah, you're spelling out. You're spelling out. I said that to somebody at my job the other day, and goddamn it, they ain't get that shit at all. <laughs> that's that's pretty interesting. Back to uh, back to dog murder. Um, just just jumping, delving back into that subject. Um, I didn't I didn't take part in anything like that. I'm a middle I'm a middle dog person. You know, I, I put animals in their proper place. Um, Question. Like so, for example, if if a dog or a, go ahead, go ahead. You. Can, I'm sorry, but I have a. You said you put dogs in their proper place. Question. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to party? Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> hey, man. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the goddamn Deontay Wilder fight that we saw today. Go for it, man. And Chris Ariola. Yeah, man. What round did that fight stop in? Uh, uh, seven? Seven. I think it was eight. It was eight? Yeah, I think it stopped in eight. 
His last name is Ariola, by the way. That's, that's yeah. I, I made that observation. Yeah, that's kind of kind of like a tough name. You have to be a tough guy. You have to be a boxer. You know, you have to be a a, a destroyer of men if your last name is fucked up like that. You know, uh, he probably has no respect for two chains. Yeah, the He's like I'm the original Titty Boy. <laughs> yeah, he was born with the name Titty Boy, T- Child of Titty. <laughs> no, but the fight took pa- place at the Legacy <laughs> Arena. Areola. <laughs> Areola. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that shit too. I'm I'm gonna bring that up, but just real quick, the goddamn Deontay Wilder Chris Areola fight took place in the Legacy Arena, the old BJCC Arena. If you live here in the Birmingham area. Um, yeah, it took place here in Birmingham. It was a good fight. I felt like Deontay played a little bit too much, especially yeah, when he got I, on, the, on yeah, the ropes. Yeah. He was goofing off. He could have finished the fight in like the third or the fourth and he didn't. Um We got saved by the bell twice. He got saved like, by the bell. That first like two, time it was times. gonna be over, but like he he should have lost in like what was that, like the Round fourth? Four. The fourth, and yeah, he, the, he, he literally got saved, got by, saved the by the bell. And he, he stumbled to his corner. <laughs> right, exactly. Because he was, his legs were finished. Yeah, Deontay just had, doesn't have polish. He has a lot of talent. He's six foot seven. He's extremely athletic. He was a basketball player. Um, like Joe was talking about, he has a great jab. But his footwork is just average to sometimes below average. And I wonder whether or not he's going to be able to stand up to elite uh, heavyweights, the Klitschko's, the Tyson Furies. That's my biggest word. I, I don't I don't see that. From what I saw tonight, I don't uh, unless he's finna do a lot more training and he's finna tighten up a lot more cuz he was it was almost like Okay, here's the thing I hate about um black athletes especially. Especially guys like him that are extremely talented. They don't they rely too much on talent. They, and they start to play a little bit too much. And it's like, you get the whole Allen Iverson thing, practice, practice. You want me to practice? And you just. Um, well, first of all, Allen Iverson is a fucking legend. Well, yeah, but right? I'm just saying. He's great. I mean, no doubt. But, no doubt. Sa- but, but, but yeah, you, you're right. You're right about um, athletes kind of. And I think that that really has a lot to do with any person born with a mis- immense talent in that way. They kind of tend to to just take it for granted. Right. It's like I've a, I've, I run a four three like what? I don't need to learn how to run routes, catch, catch the football at a high level. Man, I'm, I'm faster than everybody. But the guy who's slow, he can't rely on speed. So he has to work on route running. He has to work on catching the football. You know, Allen and different players like that, Deontay, maybe Deontay is like six foot seven. He's always been stronger than everybody. I can honestly say that everyone he's fought, he's been better than every every person. Can you say that, you know, he's he's anybody who was better than him that he fought? At this point, I can't say anybody is better than him. But just piggybacking on what y'all said, Deontay Wilder has a lot of physicality and that. It's a God-given thing that will carry him a long way, and it will make up for a lot of the deficiencies that he does have. In this particular fight against Chris Ariola, he had a great jab. He worked good off the jab. Uh, he punched from all angles. Right, I was just going to say that. Um, what I didn't like, he was a little bit flat-footed, which you can get away with that being a heavyweight, but I didn't like the fact that he was flat-footed. I didn't like his lack of lateral movement. That would have kept him off the ropes, and I didn't like how low his hands were. Um, I think Deontay Wilder can be beaten if you get him moving backwards, backpedaling, because he brings his chin up high. 
If you get him moving back, you can beat him. Um, he did good tonight because he was fighting a lesser opponent. But let right. me say this. Right. Let me say this. The man right now to beat is Fury. And I think that Deontay Wilder could beat Fury, Tyson Fury. And I also think Deontay Wilder can beat uh, Klitschko right now today. But I do not think, and this is kind of a moot point because you can't time travel backward. Uh, but I do not think that Klitschko would be beaten by Deontay Wilder if you go back four or five years ago. I think uh, um, Klitschko has slowed down enough where he can be beaten. I think Klitschko is a smarter, more polished fighter than Wilder. It's just that at this point, Klitschko's age is going to be why he loses to Wilder if they ever fight. But the fight to make in that division is Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. But, you know, Wilder's got a lot of polishing up and shit to do. Yeah, like I said, man, he played a little bit too much for me. But I will give the dude respect for fighting with a broken hand. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know whether he went into the fight with a broken hand or he just broke – more than likely, he broke it while he was fighting. He just probably felt like in the corner. He probably said to his corner man, like, man, I think my, my hand is broken. It's really, you know, I think I broke my hand. It happened. It used to happen all the time to Floyd Mayweather. He constantly breaks his hand. I hope that it's, this doesn't become like an issue for him because I can't really yeah, recall him thinking. breaking his hand. Um, usually it happens for a fighter. You're punching someone in the face. So more than likely, you're going to suffer a hand injury. But, um, yeah, I... I I agree. I, I have to agree with you guys, man. He he does have a lot of he lacks polish, and that will prevent him from being a great champion. If if you can get through to him now, if you if he's the type of person that he's got a team that can get through to him and can make him serious, and he can be a combination of what he is now, like for entertainment purposes, the playfulness is needed because it can make sales. It can draw. It can draw people in. It can make him an interesting personality, which could add to his brand. But he's gonna have to couple that with more skill, and he's gonna have to take it a little bit more serious in order for that to happen. Because if he gets cocky and he does the uh, and he does the typical uh, African American athlete, and he gets his money, and he just Fuck all the fundamentals. I'm talented, and I'm finna run on that shit. Then he got a real bad loss coming real soon. You mean a brash nigga acting like he ain't never had money? Exactly. Before? Yeah, exactly. He's kind of there. He's getting there. But you got to win. Um, let me let me say that Deontay Wilder has brought mainstream boxing to the Birmingham yeah. area, yep. and I could feel the love for him fighting in the Legacy Arena tonight. So, yeah, shout out to that nigga for bringing big time boxing to Birmingham. But guess what? None of that shit means anything if you don't keep winning. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think that he's Adrian Broner. Like, Adrian. Adrian yeah, 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 yeah. Good example. Like, he good was example. that guy who kind of, he has a lot of potential and everyone felt like, okay, he could, even though his defense isn't elite, people felt like, okay, this guy really has a lot of potential. And then he just kind of blew it a little bit. Like, he, he really went down the wrong road. And you knew that the character, it's like he became his character. Right, exactly. He created this character. People, I remember he used to have his, like, uncle or trainer in the ring, like, brushing his hair. And he was that guy. And it's hilarious. 
But you kind of felt like, man, he really took it too far. He took it too serious. It bled over into the ring. He wasn't training as hard. And plus, he just fought guys and made mistakes and lost twice. Um, now he has this whole thing going on with um, with Floyd Mayweather. But I, I don't think – I think that Deontay is more grounded than that. He's, I think his weaknesses are with his training. His trainers just aren't great trainers. They're, they're not Emmanuel Lewis and – uh, not Emmanuel Lewis, but you know what I'm talking about. The same people who train. <laughs> you said Emmanuel Lewis. They're not. They're not Webster. <laughs> Webster. What you don't know is that Webster was a great. He <laughs> was a great boxing trainer. Yeah, he could teach you how to uh, punch someone in the balls. Stay low. Stay low. Stay Every low. punch Webster threw was a low blow. <laughs> That's why he couldn't make it as a boxer. That's why he couldn't make it as a boxer because he kept punching dudes in the balls, and the referees just wouldn't let him get away with it. You mean the great? He was the only person to have like all of his points taken away. He had all of his points taken away <laughs> because of low blows. Low blows. <laughs> Stop hitting me below in the balls. I can't yeah. fight him. <laughs> he never, he never got hit though. He never got hit. Low blow. His de- his defense was amazing. You never could hit him. Low blow. I'm gonna take a point. And you keep hitting him low. Emmanuel. I Lewis. can't help it. I can't help Mr. it. Mr. Papadopoulos. <laughs> no. <laughs> that show was the shit. I, I got Emmanuel Lewis losing every. What's night. the other short motherfucker? Uh, Gary Coleman. What, who are you thinking win a fight between <laughs> Gary Coleman? And Emmanuel Lewis. You know what, man? I have to go with Gary Coleman because he had a different type of dwarfism. So <laughs> and he was his, just a he was a little bit bigger too. He was a mean ass person. I didn't think he was mean. I think people fuck with him everywhere that he went. Everywhere he went, people were like, "What you talking about, Willis? What you talking?" About? People fuck with him so much. He tried to. He had the security guard job, and these dudes were just fucking with him, fucking with him like. He couldn't escape it. And plus his parents took all of his goddamn money. And that's why I'm saying you take that anger in the ring. And his parents still have the money. He's dead. And his parents are still living off of all the work that's that he I'm did saying. when he was a you child. You take all that anger and you put him in a ring with nice-ass Emmanuel Lewis and Webster got an ass Who, who is well-adjusted? Because they didn't take his fucking this money. That's what I'm saying. He's a ladies' man. man. Have you seen him lately? Little fat ass. Little <laughs> short fat ass. Have you seen him lately? Okay, we're getting off track. So it doesn't even matter. It doesn't Emmanuel matter. Stewart, <laughs> you were saying that Deontay Wilder suffers from not having an Emmanuel Stewart type of trainer. Or Lewis. <laughs> or an Emmanuel Lewis type of trainer. Y'all remember that time, he got some good remember that time the apartment caught on fire in Webster and they had to move to the house? <laughs> I think vaguely, man, it was something crazy. It's like one of the was it one of the serious moments? It was one of the serious moments when the house caught on fire. George, Don't, George. Every once in a while, those shows kind of had to just fuck you up a little bit. Yeah, it's like by the way, Tina died in that fire. Exactly. It's like what? What is this show what supposed about, to be about? What about the uh, different strokes uh, molester episode? Yeah, man, that that shit was like it was too much. It was over the top. Yeah, man, it just or the That's, uh, you the, know the Will Smith. You remember when Will Smith? Uh, there were two episodes. There was the the when he got shot, and then there was the other episode where his father that tore my heart apart. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How come he don't want me, man? How come he don't want? Me, no, you man? know my you know my favorite line comes from the my 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 favorite tragedy moment in the sitcom comes from Good Times when uh, Debbie Allen was the guest star and JJ and her was supposed to go to the prom and they were supposed to sneak off. They wanted to get married. And so they snuck off and they got married and they went to the oh. hotel. And then uh, some kind of way, her and Thelma's purses got mixed up. 
and they found out that old girl was a heroin addict. So she had um, realized at some point in the show, she realized that her, uh, her, her purse got switched. And she was, you know, having a shit. She was having a reaction. And so she left. She snuck out. She went back like she was going to the bathroom, and she snuck out the window. At this time, J.J. calls the house and tells him, me and so-and-so, we finna get married, and there's nothing you can do about it. And they said, and James was like, son, no, Florida answered the phone first. And was like, oh, James, tell him what's going on. And my boy James said, son, Deborah's a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah's a junkie. She's a Damn. junkie, son. I was, that was my, that's my favorite tragedy scene from a sitcom. And then instantly JJ's like, oh, well, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was devastated. But then, you know, next week he was back on Boom Boom Belinda and everything was all right. You know, tragedy doesn't last long in sitcoms. Well, speaking. <laughs> speaking, anyway, back to boxing. Well, no, you know, speaking of old shit. Let's talk about them old ass bitches on the hip hop honors. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or man. the hip hop um, honors in general. Where you want to start? You want to start with uh Quan fucking up Biggie? Let's let's let's. I need to talk to the rap god about him, man, because I need to just go in because uh oh that Rock dude, him. man. You have to have a personal conversation with Rock him. Uh, no, no, no. The rap god. Uh, you know what? Um, he's a. Uh, we haven't introduced you to the rap god. No, no, not yet. Uh, John, I think it's time to take um, Jonathan Crane to church. Let's do it. <sighs> Bow your head, Brandon. We're gonna um, I'm not my eyes. pray to the. We're gonna pray to the rap god. Oh dear, rap god. We come to you today in praise, in praise and glory, to praise your name and lift it upon high. But rap god, oh precious rap god, creator of beats, rhymes, and life. All everywhere. the good shit. We need you to smite. Smite thee. Smite thee. We need you to smite. Rich homie Quan. End his career. Give that nigga laryngitis. Make something happen. Father God, we need you to come in and do something. Give that wholesome ex. She's going to want a sex. <laughs> Rap God, we need you to come through and do something. Not only did he disrespect one of your most great prophets, Notorious B.I.G. Biggie A.K.A. Smalls. Biggie Smalls by not knowing the lyrics. Frank White. <laughs> the Notorious Y. By not knowing the lyrics to get money. But prior to that, father, prior to that, he totally disrespected a Tupac beat. Ambitions of a writer. He tried to freestyle over ambitions of a writer. It was hit him up and somebody should hit his ass up. He also tried to do it over ambitions of a writer too, didn't he? And so we come to you right now just asking you to smite his career in some kind of way. Let his next single not be a hit. Hit his weave-wearing ass with a lightning bolt straight from Jesus himself. Amen. Amen. Let the Migos not be able to get on the next remix, Father. <laughs> and in all of these things we pray in your name. 
I want you to strike all these niggas down and take them up at the game. Huh. I want you to get rid of them because these motherfuckers is lame. Huh. Hey! <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, so both of you will burn for <laughs> all of that. That's that's some serious shit, man. That's pretty uh that's pretty intense. Uh no, that's that's you need to understand that the uh rap god, you know, he give it and he take it away. Um you know, um, rich homie Quan freestyled over, hit him up, and fucked it up. He tried to sing that Biggie verse, get money, and fuck. Who is Alamo? And that nigga said, "What? What he said? You want to smoke on my living room floor? Play Nintendo with Caesar Alamo? Oh, man. I don't even know who Alamo is, but I know one damn thing: Alamo was never in Junior Mafia. Zelo Some, was sometimes, in Junior Mafia. Sometimes you lose." When you try to play to an audience, they really don't. I don't even know if they really care. I mean, are they really? It's like, okay, we we have to get a younger audience to watch. You know, if Rich Homie Quan is there, then they'll they'll tune in, which is incorrect. Well, so you just I mean, really wait a minute, it. but we we dealing with real hip hop. We exactly. we was dealing with we were doing Queen Latifah, Little Kim, Salt and Pepper, Missy Elliott. That's who was being honored right there. And they got Quan. Who who asked for Rich Homie Quan? Who didn't who didn't who, care who, enough to simply? It's not that he can't he can't remember it because he's twenty six, but just just go out and practice. Just the song practice. Is twenty years old, dude. Who? The song is twenty years old. Yeah, it's. 20. I mean, like I'm sure at some point in your life you just. I mean, you ain't been turned your whole damn life, so. I mean, <laughs> at some point you had to hear some Biggie. I mean, how can you call yourself a rapper? How you call yourself a rapper and not know at least one Biggie song? Not all of like I said earlier. I ain't talking but about Chief, warning. Chief Keith said that he Chief Keith said that I don't think he, I am he not said he never heard of any Tupac I, song or some shit. Chief like Keith is a fuckwad and a fucktard who we will not even discuss in this damn conversation. He's a retard all on his own. <laughs> in his own special category. He's got a special tard category? Yeah, he's fucked hard. Is his category. Well, I just think it's fucked up that these motherfuckers don't study the culture, man. You got to respect the culture. This is your living. This is how you make money. Man, you need to come into the game knowing about the people who laid the groundwork for you. That's what I'm saying, man. So, um, you know, it's the history that was some disrespectful shit. Study, it was study. Then you getting paid, like 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 Jonathan Crane said. Fuck how old you are. Fuck if you're twelve years old, twenty five, seventy five. If somebody's paying you to sing a Biggie verse or rap a Biggie verse, do your job. Be a professional. Exactly. exactly. Not only was he disrespecting the culture, but he was just disrespecting the aspect of and being I'm a professional. professional. But I mean, but at this point, at this point. We, I can't even, and you know I'm the I'm a hip hop liberal, and I do believe that there is a spectrum of hip hop. I can after after what I've seen in these two instances with him disrespecting the two, with him his poor ass freestyle over the damn Tupac beat, and him not knowing Biggie lyrics. I really can't say he's hip hop at all. He's nowhere on the spectrum, nowhere on the spectrum at all. Because at some point, dude, it's like. And then his excuse was, you know, he grew up in the South listening to Outkast and Goody Mob and all that. Well, dude, 
your music ain't even reflecting that much. No, not at all. So, so, so I can't even I can't even call you hip hop. It's like it's a dude. It's a twenty year old song, and it's a twenty year old song that at some point you could have given to the crowd and just let them finish it. But yeah, yeah. for you to cut out for you to cut out like right at the beginning, that shows me that you did a half ass attempt at trying to memorize it. And you didn't try it all. And you had you thought you had it. And then you got on stage and the bottom fell out. You think he should get paid for that bullshit ass performance? He's probably under contract. They probably signed a contract, so they probably have to pay him almost no matter what. You know, more than likely. It's not I don't think it's like that, like a battle or something like that, where they could just back out because he didn't deliver. But should he be? Hell no. I, I mean, if Hell I was no. putting together the show, man, um, I, I wouldn't pay him. I, I wouldn't pay him. You didn't do the job. And when you're a professional. I'll pay him for what his performance was worth. He got how many words did he get out? Okay, so I give you like 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got like you got like what three three bars out or some crap like that. You threw off little Kim's like she's so fucked up now. Like you got dancers as behind if she you. doesn't have enough problems you, <laughs> of her own. You know what I'm saying? There were so many people who were available. You chose the popular person at the moment and you paid for it. Who's really VH1? Let me ask you a question. Go ahead, finish. Imagine VH1 is is really responsible. They're the people who probably say, make sure Rich Homie Quan shows up. Make sure this person shows up. We're trying to hit this demographic. That's, um, you know, this isn't really the subject that we're talking about, but I just came from watching a soul-shatteringly bad Ghostbusters movie, okay? <laughs> and these people who try to hit these demographics, they create these films where they say, okay, uh, actually, there are more women on Earth than there are men, so we create a, a Ghostbusters with just girls, then it's going to work this way. And and if anyone and Hillary criti- Clinton's running for office, so <laughs> the women thing's really going to work. If 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 anyone criticizes it, criticizes this, we could just say that they hate women. And it's you know, and women are really popular right now because Bruce Jenner cut off his dick, and so it should really go. That's how much people like women now. But this it, that's that's kind of what ruins stuff I asked like my this. wife. Can I cut off my dick and be a woman? You know what she told me? Sure, give me the dick. <laughs> She's gonna keep the dick. She's gonna keep you. it. She's gonna. Okay. She's gonna get like it's gonna be like an immediate surgery. It's gonna be like like they like cut it off of him and then like take it straight to her and put it on her. And so she could, she could keep his dick and then use his dick on him. Yeah, later. exactly. Yeah, okay. that's the kind of world we live in right now. All right, all right. It's but a yeah, tra- it's, be, it's a transmarital, transright, transmarital, transgender swap relationship. <laughs> it's that's fucked up, man. But. Just, just I offended a whole lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the opinions of uh, what the fuck are we talking about? I lost track like a motherfucker. Uh, every fucking thing. Oh, uh, we were talking about the VH1 and uh, just how disrespectful Quan was. Okay, so that was the VH1 hip hop honors, right? That he fucked up the Biggie verse, right? He fucked up, hit him up, a hit him up freestyle. Well, he was rap. He was trying. He was attempting to freestyle over the over the Tupac hit him up beat. That was Tim Westwood. Yeah, dude. Tim Westwood has been getting some of viewers freestyles from this generation. It's almost like at, at some point you got to look the at Migos Tim Westwood. The Migos entertain the fuck out of me. But, but the Migos is I, I kind of like kind of the Migos. They got something to work with, and it's three of them. So it's like. You can pick up where the other one left off, and they have style. Not the best freestyle, but not, you know what I'm saying? But not 
Tim Westwood. We're talking about yeah. Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood he, is like sway and what, tech. Exactly. So it's Ish. like at some point if he keep doing that, he gonna uh, tarnish his own brand and he gonna become a joke because dude, designer was on there. That was some trash. Rich Homie Quan was on there. That was some trash. Little Timmy Timmy Turner, even with your fuck burner. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga um, act like a fucking retard. Um, what's his? What, uh, maybe maybe uh, you really just shouldn't have melody rappers. Maybe that's just not. That I mean, thing. they can't rap. Maybe you just they don't freestyle. Yeah, maybe you just don't need them. You're putting them in a position that's really for for a lyricist or at least a solid someone who's like a solid artist or capable of just saying, "Okay, I can give." Is you Is there this anybody from this verse. generation that's in that lane who could pull it off? And we can't say Kendrick and J Cole because we know they can do it. Pull off what specifically? Anybody, is there anybody from that trap genre who could freestyle on Tim Westwood and do a good job? Starlito. Ooh, Don Tripp, Starlito, yeah. I mean, trap music has some lyrical champions right now. Uh, I, I think I think Gates could pull it off. Just Kevin to- Gates, Starlito, Don Tripp. Um, man, there's somebody else I want to name. Who 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 you got, Lawrence G? Bro, my mind was my mind just just was blank because I'm 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 really going through the trap. I don't, I don't even know if I really head. put. I, I guess I guess Don Tripp, but I I put he's him a, in more of a. Yeah, he's just to me. He's just a, a rapper who, I don't know. I I put him in kind of like that old South old guard. Like yeah, what, yeah, what Scarface? Yeah. He's kind of from that line to me. Right. Yeah, but his beats he does rap over modern trap beats. So it's like I. To but me, it's, but what it's he subject is, matter. To me, what he is is he—he's what Ti used to be. It's just he does it over trap. He does it over modern trap instrumentals. Which, if you listen to his last couple projects, he's kind of getting away from. Which makes me think that maybe he listens to the show because we had a uh, "What do you think?" And we need to do another "What do you think?" But we had a "What do you think?" and we asked if he needs different if he needs uh, different producers. And maybe he listened to it. It's my hope that he did listen to it. That's wishful thinking like a motherfucker. It is wishful thinking. I got to put it on the atmosphere, though. So, so we watch this fucking hip-hop honors. We take a look at this shit. And it's good, except for Quan fucking up. I really, really didn't but what too do we much do? care for little Kim's performance. I, I liked her performance. It was very nostalgic. But what do we do after we watch that shit? Because... After uh, uh, Kwan fucked up, we felt the need to watch Two of America's Most Wanted, the video with Tupac and Snoop Doggy Dogg, a legendary. Because yeah, we have to wrench that bullshit out of damn the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what that was. It was like, we need to feel better. I mean, you got to think about it, dude. I'm a young thug fan. I'm a future fan. I like trap music. I listen to a lot of trap music. But that shit is disappointing. For the for the hip hop head in me, because because it's number one. I'm not expecting you guys to do stuff. I'm not expecting you guys to know how to freestyle. I'm not expecting you guys to really even know Biggie lyrics like that. So who I'm really faulting is the I fought Tim Westwood Westwood for having these people on the show, and I got to question his motives. Like, are you exposing these motherfuckers? Do, are you giving these motherfuckers a shot? Do you really? Is, do you really think they have talent? And I'm looking at the producers like, dude, out of all the people that you could have had rap with, Little Kim, you picked Rich Homie Quan. Fat Joe was there, Diddy was there, 
he made an appearance. Uh, you you got up an interesting point that um no it was you with Charlamagne the God I'm sorry Charlamagne the God brought up an interesting point that uh Biggie's son could have done it he's 19 yeah, yeah, years I think old that now been uh Mano could have did it uh fabulous pretty, pretty much any, any anyone any else rapper from Brooklyn could have did that shit anyone else could have done it but like I said they're trying to get people to tune in it's a show so they're like let's get someone let's hit all areas. And and that when you start doing things like that, when you start making movies, music, just thinking about demographics and saying, well, we're going to hit all of these points, that's when you slip up. <laughs> that's when things like this happen, because it's not about the art anymore. It's just about how many people will tune in instead of let's just give them a good show. And if they want to watch, they can watch. Um, and then, you know, let, let's talk about VH1 for a minute. Uh, VH1, out of all of the music channels on television... They were the last ones to actually start playing rap. You know the first video I ever saw, the first rap video I ever saw VH1 play? Because VH1 was that channel, you know, that I would just pass by because, you know, it was all, um, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. It was a <laughs> fucking joke to me at some point. You know the first rap video I ever saw on there? Will Smith, just the two of us. And it blew, and it blew my damn mind. VH1 playing Will Smith. That's some safe shit, ain't it? Yeah, you know, but it was still like they said a little rap. Ha ha, Big Willie. Yeah, and um, and then like they and I saw them like progressively introduce more rap, and at the same time, wow, it's it's this double edged sword where at the same time I see VH1 showing honor to hip hop and 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 trying to make a platform for hip hop to be respected. On the other hand, they did shit like Flavor of Love, and I've almost seen. There was this moment where hip hop was almost like the butt of a joke, especially on VH1. You know what I'm saying? And and V and I, VH1, I kind of got a weird relationship with them in hip hop. Yeah, VH1, they have a soul. I think they had like a VH1 soul. That was where they played all of that stuff. Right. But it was like you that had. Shit to, was like 840. Yeah, you had to. You had to have like the the super package or something like that. Was that was really down the line? Right. So their their flagship channel. Yeah, they never played hip hop, and I remember they had this really disrespectful moment where they played Big Pimping for like a group of old white people and asked them what they thought about it. And of course they didn't understand. They didn't like it. They were like, oh, we don't get it. It's like, how, how the fuck are they going to get it? Why would you play it for them? At least mix it up a little bit. At least just ask the general public, just ask people from different backgrounds. Like, Hey, let's discuss this. What do you think about what are they saying in this song? Instead, instead it's like you take a bunch of 60 year olds and ask them about something that's youthful. And of course they don't like it. So I was like, what are they trying to show us it's here? Like that somebody coming here and asking us about Led Zeppelin. It's if you're not, you know what type of reaction you're going to get from exactly. specific groups most of the time. Not saying that someone can't like Led Zeppelin if they don't necessarily, you know, if they're not from a specific uh, group. But you get what I'm saying. Like they they knew what they were doing when they did that. Right. Right. I really felt. I felt something. When Queen Latifah performed you and ITY. She killed it, man. That was a highlight for me. When she She performed that shit and she was singing and she was rapping, she had, who was all on stage? Man, she had the The brat. She had sweet tea. She had sugar sugar tea. She had Mia X. She had the Lady of Rage. She had Boss. She had MC Boss was out there on stage? Yeah. Shit. She had. um, That was a motherfucker. She had um uh 
She had a bunch of female rappers on stage. Um, the yeah, she had Yo Yo on stage. Um, yeah, man. Do you do in you, the background they had like a mural? Jean Grey was on. Jean Grey was on there. Angie Martinez. Um, they had Foxy dimples, Brown on there. They had dimp, uh, what was it, Dimples D or something like that. Something like that. She was on there too. She might have been. Do y'all think? Do y'all wow. think that they should have honored uh, Foxy Brown? Was she on the mural? Foxy she was Brown on the mural, but she didn't get an award. She wasn't there to be honored. Yeah, if you if you're honoring, uh, yeah, if you're honoring Lil Kim, then you gotta honor Foxy Brown. Right. Yeah, I'm saying if you if you honor Lil Kim, you have to honor Foxy Brown. Pretty much, they were they were just as popular. It was like one and two as far as popularity. Right. Exactly. As far as female rappers, now, yeah, maybe they not were as like far the as female, They were like the figgy, if, female Biggie and Jay. If if um. That's if you want to talk lot. about talent, then MC Light and Queen Latifah and all those people were the talents. They were the people who you were you were saying these women could rhyme. But as far as just who record sales and popularity and all that type of stuff, kind of like Nicki Minaj, it was them. So, yeah, I don't know what happened. She probably asked for too much. Something happened where she asked for too much money. She wanted too much. Or maybe Little Kim. Nah, it's speculation, but maybe Little Kim was just like, ah, Okay, if you want me, I don't want her. Right. Yeah. You know, they yeah, stuff they like never did a song together. They never did anything together. And I remember thinking like I had a conversation with one of my one of my buddies, how much money could they have made if they had done a song? At least gone on tour. Too. Yeah, just done something. They could have made so much money, but of course, it's like, you know, just couldn't they couldn't they just couldn't put aside their differences. Let me give you two single men some advice about women. <laughs> okay. Women are like Highlanders. <laughs> There can only be one. Yeah, <laughs> you you can't until you get them drunk and they got damn threesome with you. Menage <laughs> trois, and then after they sober up, there can only be one. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> who y'all feeling? Who? Wait a minute, hold on. Do you think Trina should have been? Because you got to remember now, Trina held it down. In between Little Kim falling off and Nicki Minaj coming up, Trina, man, I, man, where do we put where do we put Trina? Besides besides in the bed, where do we put Trina? Well, I ain't got nothing to say then. I was gonna say put it, ah. put the bitch in the bed <laughs> and raw dog. That's so sexist. That is so sexist. Yeah, I, she wasn't really high on the list for me. At all, she but, really didn't uh, have she, a lot. To she, me, she to it. me, she wasn't really that cute. No, nah, she wasn't. <laughs> she she didn't really. She couldn't rap, so I was kind of like, eh. I've seen better looking chicks. I've seen. I've heard better lyricists. So, but she stood in the gap for a long time. She she had a long ass run right before you know. She Nikki. had a couple of songs. She she stood in the gap. Now, I mean, she for, wasn't Eve. Now, I'm not gonna she say she wasn't really Eve. She wasn't really like it, it. What what did she have? Like there were girls who were cuter and had better music and better songs and she had the uh the baddest bitch she had a couple of songs with trick daddy but you are uh, so disrespectful yeah oh yeah it's, you it's, are so disrespectful yeah she i don't i wouldn't put on the mural i'm pretty sure she was up there if i look again she I'm, probably was up there she was probably but, uh, on the mural. so so trina not on the list no i think that i think that i don't think she should have been out and i think she deserved like honorable mention that she probably was on that little mural but here, here's my thing. But about I respect her for where she, where she, where she stood. She was pre, she was post 
post Kim pre Nicki. Here's my thing about or post Eve about female rappers and female rap in general. The bar overall has been set so goddamn low that it's kind of easy to make history. What about what about Gangsta Boo? Should she have been honored? Nah, nah. Maybe in the within her region, but overall, no. Like, but the thing about like female rap, you aren't expected to be as lyrical as your male counterparts. Right. You're expected to sell sex. You're not even expected to write your own shit. Because Eve didn't write her own shit. Uh Young Berg wrote a lot of her shit. And uh uh uh, uh Nico from uh, uh Drew Hill. Hill. Yeah. So the expectations for female hip hop are lower. Or women in hip hop, the expectations are lower. So if you look good and know how to rhyme on a basic level, you could come in and just be a fucking hip hop female icon. Iggy Azalea, for example. Uh, we don't. Uh, <laughs> so there's a real. I'm going to bleep that name out of Below the show. averageness you can come into the game with and succeed. And and that's the question I want to ask you guys. Nikki, and that's what makes Nikki in fucking incredible when she raps. And that's and that's what I want to ask you. You you talking about Nikki. I want to hear from you guys who is your favorite female uh MC. You know, you can name multiple. Let's just have that conversation okay. about real good ass female MCs. Right. Bitches that can rap. Uh-huh. <laughs> um I guess I guess like when I was an adult, when I became an adult, I'd probably say Jean Grey. And when I was a kid, um Queen Latifah. It was probably Queen Latifah. Just like that's pretty that's pretty basic, but that's just the truth. My I'm gonna say right now a female that I'm feeling um is Snow the Product. Ooh, that's cold blooded. She is cold, cold blooded. She got a new EP out. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, she 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 hard. She's hardcore. Snow when, product. When you can hang cold. with the likes of Tech Nine, yeah, you you pretty solid. Um, Nicki Minaj. I got to give it to Nicki Minaj when she on her rap shit. When she on her pop shit, I'm not really fooling. But she with ain't her. wrote all her shit though. Uh, Safari writes some. Well, he did write her shit, right? Yeah. Well, I, well uh, I mean, I've heard that. I don't know if it's true or not. She she's. She claims that that's not true. You know what I mean. So, I I haven't. I I would I would have to confirm that what she does right, at least in her little area. To me, it, it's solid at times, but I wouldn't be surprised when you say right for someone. It's like okay, what are you talking about? Chorus concept. If it's the actual song where you're writing the entire thing, then it's terrible, of course. Well, I'm gonna say it like this: the monster verse. I'll, that was too organic for somebody else to have written it. The monster verse, to me, that was the verse right there that made me say, "Oh shit!" That was one of my favorite. That is my favorite she verse by her. Verse. And and then the song she had with uh, the song she had with Eminem. But Safari wrote some of her lyrics, right or wrong. Uh, well, that's the that's the, that's the speculation. I don't know. I I really think that he wrote. Maybe he helped collab on some of her bigger songs. I'm but thinking uh, that nigga wrote some of the think... bitches' lyrics. Safari wrote, sat down, 
Safari Safari sat down and wrote bars for her, and that's why they rap alike on some Billy, on some Gilly the Kid, Lil Wayne shit. So I didn't even know Safari raps. I didn't yeah, even know. Unfortunately, I just thought that he pee pops. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Safari. Um, really? Okay. He, he he raps a taste. Uh, he got a single out. He was trying to work, but it's like, dude, it's too soon. We just broke up <laughs> with too the, soon. It's too soon. You broke up with the hottest chick in the game. Y'all going through all this social media beef, and you drop a single. Sometimes it's not okay to take advantage of Buzz. It's not going to turn out good for you. You need to kind of walk away from that was, it. He probably got the coldest, most disrespectful interview I've ever seen on on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, because like, like they really just didn't care, and he knew that they didn't care. And it just kind of just kept going where it's just like, maybe you should just get up and leave, man, because they honestly don't who care. Who gives about, a fuck about Safari? Yeah, exactly. really. Who really gives a fuck about Safari? Let's <laughs> just be let's be real. Who gives a fuck about Safari? At least right now. It's, you got to put some space between you and Nikki before you try to take advantage of that situation. If you get if, if, if you need make sure you got your checks, make sure your financial situation is right and move on. Um, but oh yeah, but my Joey list- Burnham was talking. He, he made a good point about a sad truth about a lot of female MCs. Not really even sometimes they're not even really allowed to be anything but sexy. There are a lot of females who can rhyme. They could pick up a, a pen and pad and do a good job, but they're not even allowed to because it's like okay, this isn't gonna sell. No one wants to see a girl just you know just spitting. And so a lot of at first a lot of girls went into an area of well, I can't be feminine at all. Not at all. Like, I have to completely defeminize myself or else people will just look at me as a sexual object. Or I'm going to be like Trina and just kind of play it up so hard and try so hard to be like that little Kim sex symbol that it's just like, okay, why should I care about this? So they're in a tough place. They're Kim in a had tough bars, place. though. Kim had some bars, though. Trina did not have bars. Well, um, but I, hold on. Let me finish the list before you guys finish out. Like I said, it's Snow the Product, um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, the chick from Canada, uh, Eternia, um, MC Light, and Queen Latifah. That that is my. I'm not gonna say top five, but those are my just my, the females you fuck with the long females way. that are especially Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. I wish she would go back to rapping. I don't ever think that's gonna happen, but I would really, really, really love a Queen Latifah album. Well, I mean a real not a real rap Queen Latifah album, which I think she's so far removed from the game, she probably ain't gonna do that no more. Well, for me, it would be Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill, Jean Grey, Eternia, Rhapsody. Ah, I forgot about Rhapsody. Snow the Product, MC Light, Moni Love. And those are the female MCs. And Invincible. Those are the female MCs I fuck with the long way. Yeah. yeah. Invincible from Michigan. Yeah. She's from Detroit. I, I, I want to add Invincible because I really did enjoy um, Shapeshifters. That was never heard of it uh, Invincible. Yeah. She extremely talented. Like she she's just a lyricist, truly. Like one hundred percent. Like I know I'm missing somebody. Ty Phoenix. I, I, uh, I know I'm missing somebody. Yeah. What's that chick? The new chick? Not 3D Naji or something like that? Never heard her. That motherfucker nice. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, y'all need to y'all need to get up on her. I, I believe her name is 3D. Oh, you know what? Naji. I forgot um, about Tank. And Invincible, she's 
um from in Salani, Michigan. Yeah, I think that's she's from. She's from the. She ain't from Detroit. She's from the Ip. No, she ain't. She's from Michigan, but she ain't from Detroit. Oh, yeah, and Tink. I gotta put Tink on there because Tink is a uh, that new that new Tink is a motherfucker. That new chick Drizzy. Y'all ever heard of Drizzy? Yeah, I heard of her, but I but chick from young chick from Chicago. Then she had that single. She can sing, she can rap. She's yeah, got yeah. that song. You gonna make me you catch, catch a body. body, right? She right. got some other songs I heard. She got a lot of shit with Dave Loaf. Well, a couple songs with Dave Loaf. I think I heard one or two, but I know she at least got one song. Uh, Drizzy is a motherfucker. She can go. Yeah, I've been avoiding that album. I've been seeing that album around, and that, I I ain't like that. Hell, I thought it was Dave Loaf. I I, I I don't like that uh, catch a body shit. Um, gentlemen, 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 ladies and gentlemen, uh, we can actually get yeah, ready I to think, wrap this I think thing that up. The, I, sometimes I think that the system doesn't really allow a lot of, a lot of females are kind of a uh, pigeonhole once they get into the, the industry, they're forced to do something. So that's why they really haven't. I remember it, it, it started. Do you remember when they eliminated the female rap category? I think for the Grammys or wow. for some award show. It was eliminated because they just weren't enough. Right, exactly. And that was kind of like the start. Where it's yeah, like, that was yeah, like that are, was like what? Oh uh, four, like ten years ago, twelve years ago. It's, it just went away. Whereas like and okay. hell is still like you know Nicki Minaj is like shit. She go to the BET Awards and they just like put females that just so happen to rap in the category so they can get her an award, and make it seem fair. <laughs> There aren't. There's really not enough. Right. Kind of like what we've been to do with Hillary Clinton. Just you know, here's <laughs> your. We're just going through the semantics, but you're gonna be president. So here, just follow these steps. Here's your award. Act surprised. The chick I was talking about. Her name was 3D. Her name is 3D Nati. Um, check her out. I think on I've Sway in the Morning. That bitch I is think nice. I have heard of her. That chick is, is it nice. offensive that we are talking about all these female MCs and the word? Bitch, I'm just, just that type of nigga. You know, I, this is this about. is me. This, these are my views and opinions. You know, I'm throwing the word around loosely, but these two niggas ain't necessary. I, I, I haven't heard y'all say that. Have I? y'all ain't said? That. I don't know. I probably have. I don't know. I don't know. That chick, 3D Nati, is off the fucking chain. Look Dressy at him. I just is, made him go decent. politically correct. Look at look at that cleaning up these, real nice. These lovely young ladies uh, who are involved in hypnotia. Man, them hoes be rapping. We need more chicks like Jean Grey, Rhapsody. Jean Grey and Rhapsody is a hard sell, dog. It's they, a hard they, sell. They a hard sell. See, this now, where is you want to put them? Where you want to put them? Underground, mainstream? Do you want them to have more presence in the underground, or do you want them to be mainstream? Here's the thing: 3D Nati can fit in both realms because she can rap as good. I'm, I'm gonna tell you who 3D Nati remind me of. A female Scarface. Ooh. She's kind of like, she ain't like super lyrical, imperial I lyrical. I want to add me an X to my uh, list, too. She's she, a motherfucker. She, she was a What beast. about China White? That bitch used to go in, too. Oh, right? yeah, and China White used to go Yeah, 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 right there in the crunk era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what female rap needs, a lot of female rappers caricature themselves. It's kind of like, hey, I'm a female. And I'm rapping. That's the caricature. That's the approach. But we need females to rap about femininity from a human aspect and less of a business plan aspect. Or a horror aspect. Yeah, like just rap yeah. about. Should I say horror? Is that slut shaming like, if I say horror? 
aspect. Be an MC first and give us what it is to be a woman instead of, I got a pussy. Hey, going to rap about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's my vagina. It's kind of like a female menstrual in a way. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look yeah. at us being all intelligent. That's and, just and, kind and, of what happens. And man. progressive. That's I, I'm really proud of us. Really proud of us for when, being when they intelligent have, black when, men talking <laughs> about the hoe. My nigga. Sex sells, man. So that's what they're trying to do with female artists. They're just trying to sell sex. It's any it's not just female MCs, it's R and B artists. It's in anything that they do that pretty much happens, man. So uh we getting ready to wrap up, man. Uh what do we take from this? And we talked about a lot of stuff. This show is very ADD and very random. Uh, uh, Jonathan Crane, my Nika. What do we take away from this? Pick a topic, any topic. What do you take away from it? Um, Deontay Wilder has has to work on his technique, and um, a lot of young female MCs need to work on their technique. Wow, I like the way you tied that in. Uh, what do I take away from it? Uh, fuck rich homie Quan. <laughs> um, he definitely needs to work on more than technique he needs to work on leaving the industry <laughs> he needs to work on the technique of leaving the industry um and on that note we are getting ready to get up out of here i'm lawrence g that's joy burnham that's jonathan crane and grown-ups like we always say about this time don't go out there and do no dumb shit like forget Biggie lyrics. Because grown ass men do grown man shit. We out. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. Fourth Coast?